Hello and good morning, everyone. For some reason, we had a bit of technical difficulties. Uh, the footage for the video clip did not play. Not sure why that happened, but listen, this is Breakfast with Boom, and I am Mr. Boomstick XL. Welcome to this new episode for you today. And of course, well, we're going to be breaking down a lot of hot button topics that include uh, you know, mostly Xbox. And you know what, folks? Listen, we are a, we are already a week and a day removed from, well, the worst news that Xbox gamers could have got. We're not going to talk about it anymore because, quite frankly, A, it's water under the bridge, and B, more importantly, um, there's nothing we can do about it. The games are delayed. They're probably going to be much greater because of the delay. And, well, you know what? Let's get into the introductions and we're going to start first with one of the founding members, BitCloud Gaming. My brother, welcome back to your seat. How the heck are you? Oh, yeah, it's been too long. I had to wipe the dust off of this one. <laughs> Good to see you guys, man. Yeah, well, it's, it's great to have you back, brother. Honestly, it's great to have you in the chair. Uh, we have a couple of topics regarding uh, Sony in Japan, and they just got outdueled last week by the 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 newcomer up to the block and the one that's been there for a bit that no one's really cared about and that is xbox we'll get to that momentarily web dave how the heck are you brother you've been doing interview after interview we know that the colt eastwood one is coming soon how you feeling it's it's been pushed back a little bit but it will definitely uh definitely come eventually but we got a lot of other great interviews including the one who just uh who disappeared but he'll be back <laughs> john wolf got that uh coming up next and uh, and some other really good ones too and uh, and of course we got a lot of great interviews up there and uh one of these days i'm gonna try and pin down BitCloud. he's I mean, he's he is notorious okay all right talk later <laughs> hey, look at that! Uh, right, the 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 live uh, number in the chat is one one seven. I like it. This <laughs> is uh, the prelude to an Xbox ex uh, show that we're gonna have a lot to talk about. But yeah, Dave, we would love what you've been doing. You've been interviewing you. pretty much everybody in the community and doing a fantastic job. Thank you so but much. Thank you for being here, Fuzzy Belvedere, Mister Racer himself. What's going on, <laughs> brother? How you feeling? Doing pretty good. Glad to be here. Glad we have uh, uh, Big Cloud on here with us as well. And man, some awesome topics to get into. Hope the chat is ready for this. But uh, yeah, let's get to it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we can get to all four topics. Uh, John Wolf obviously was here. I think he might have had some internet uh, uh, issues, so he'll be back momentarily. So when he gets when he gets back, we'll give him the proper intro that he deserves. But folks, we got to get into one of the small topics um of the of the day and uh this one is exciting it is small but it's still worthy of a conversation simply because well for the first time in eight long years in japan the series s topped the playstation 5 in weekly sales uh and this hasn't happened folks since 2014 i mean ouch but what's interesting, okay, folks, is, again, this is just a one-week sale. It is a mini SML victory for Xbox. But it's a victory that I think that when you take a step back and you look at it from a third-person perspective, there is something to be said about this conversation that we're about to have. Now, let's get into the actual numbers, the numbers for Xbox Series S 
versus the PlayStation 5? Well, it was nearly three to one, folks. The Xbox Series S, not including the X, sold 6,120 units that week, as opposed to the PlayStation 5 and the PlayStation 5 Digital Edition, which only sold at 2693 Now, what's interesting is that in that same week, the Xbox Series X sold 3,508 units. Now, again, folks, this isn't a ticker tape parade. This isn't Microsoft is winning Japan. This isn't Sony and Nintendo are hiding in the corner. It's their home turf. But why this is a conversation on today's show is because, quite frankly, this is a bit of good news for Xbox in that region. And why it's important is that, for the most part, Xbox games, well, they don't really sell boxed games over there. They sell them digitally. And digitally seems to be the, I don't know how to even explain it. The the digital era for Japan has come in a big way. A lot of their gamers, they're gaming on their phones, they're gaming on their tablets, they're gaming on their portable pewters, they're gaming in cafes. And quite frankly, the Series S is a small console. We know that they do like tech, and we know they like tech that's a little bit smaller. And quite frankly, the S compared to the series, the PlayStation 5 or even its own Series S, I mean Series X, is significant. And we're seeing more. I don't know about you folks. But in my personal timeline, I keep getting hit after hit. Usually it's five and six, sometimes even 10 times a day where I'm seeing someone from Japan. Hey, I just got an Xbox. And of course, you know, like Boom would do with everyone here. Welcome them to the family. Welcome to Xbox family, because that's what we're supposed to do. We're a world apart, but that doesn't mean that we're not, you know, um, an extended Xbox family. Big Cloud, I want to go to you first because you are our resident professional PlayStation representative. Um, how big of a deal is this for Xbox, considering that they have had some pretty bad years in Japan existing along PlayStation and, um, and Nintendo? I mean, that's kind of an understatement, right? There's been months when they did like 100 units back then. Yeah. Uh, but now, now they're actually uh, doing great. It's, it's good. It's good. Again, I know a lot of people try to downplay it. They're like, well, it's not on a consistent basis. I look at it like this. Look at it as motivation for Sony to even step it up even further um, in those territories. One thing Sony has done this generation, which is different from previous, is that they really, really went all out in the U.S. They kind of abandoned, it felt like, Japan to Nintendo altogether. And I really do think that they need to uh, put a lot more um, effort into it type of thing to get back on the graces of um, pretty much um, what we're seeing with Japan. That's why I see it personally. And again, we don't even have no updates on this show that we're supposed to get the showcase. So we don't know what's really going to happen. You would think Sony has an ace up their sleeve. You would think Sony has something planned for uh, this year. But that's the thing. You just don't know. Right. That's like the the crazy unknown right now. So that's kind of where I'm at with the whole thing, though. Uh, it's cool to see. Um, it's going to be interesting to see next year as well, like how far they get and where exactly they stand uh, afterwards. But right now, it's really, you know, you can really take it either way. There's a lot of people having theories about it, which are interesting. There's a lot of takes on it. Uh, me, you know, this is this is good news regardless 
uh, on the, in their front, and this is great on them. And keep in mind, this is before you have gotten the update for the family plan for Game Pass and everything. Yeah, so, that's coming. That that, that again. Th- there's yeah. two announcements that are coming supposedly during that June 12th announcement. And I think oh. game, that that family plan is is more likely going to be one. It's you got to you got to throw that in there uh, to throw even more. You know, in there. I don't th- I don't think Call of Duty is going to make his debut in it yet, right? I, right. At least not until next year. At least that deal is done. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe they squeeze some deals in. Well, we're gonna Duty we're gonna actually we're gonna but, get into that because uh, uh, Sony just uh, um, had something where they had an investors meeting and they showed all of their um, uh, marketing deals for the year. Uh, And there were 10 of them. What's very suspicious is that Call of Duty was not one of them, which is Mm. very, very interesting. Uh, What I'm going to do is when someone else is talking, I'm going to actually bring up that slide and throw it up for everybody. Uh, But yeah, I mean, listen, these... They're baby steps, BitCloud. They're baby yeah, yeah. steps for Microsoft to potentially I, listen. This they're is never a marathon at the end of the day. Nintendo in Japan. They're never going to yeah. beat Sony, but the, 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 I don't think they want to beat them. I simply they want to be competitive. They definitely want to like when you like anybody saying they don't want to be competitive. Competitive has got it wrong. You don't drop this many units into a country and expect them not to sell. You clearly want. To put some pressure on the competition, you clearly want to see, and yeah. you got to put the content out there again. That's always been their issue was the fact they didn't really have the content uh, yep. for them to go in there. And we talked about this for years. And now that they've changed uh, everything up, like they did all this in record time, one acquisition pretty much changed a lot of the flow. You know what I'm saying? So it's really, again, it just comes down to what you have uh, going forward. And I do expect a lot of great things uh, from them going forward. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, John Wolf, welcome back, brother. I know you were having some internet issues. Uh, glad to have you back here. We will get to you momentarily. Fuzzy, I want to grab no your problem. opinion. I want, I want to grab your opinion on this, Fuzzy. Um, mm-hmm. This, again, not the biggest story of the day, right. but a story that's worthy of a conversation. And this has nothing to do with console war shenanigans. Mm-hmm. What this is telling me is that the Series S that has been uh taking the many eyes you know or, 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 you know in gaming um and it's in, in that region of the world they have notoriously failed this time around well it looks like they're starting to gain, to gain some ground now again folks it's only a week <laughs> so you can't you know again throw no ticket tape parade right. but you know a giant uh, snowball always starts with just a snowflake and it rolls down the hill and then you have this indiana jones sized boulder chasing you down <laughs> right that's yeah. how it starts so this oh, yeah. this very well could be the start of something and 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 what's interesting is i'm expecting there's an announcement that no one's talking about that i'm expecting to be coming at this uh event that may not be see for me it's not it doesn't mean anything cuz i'm not a fan of the of the franchise <laughs> but it, it not every announcement has to be for me, and that is that uh, Persona Five and Persona Five Royal mm-hmm. will be coming to Xbox for the first time, mm-hmm. and I believe it's going to be dropping into Game Pass. Now, grant, granted, that's not—I have no connections to Xbox. I have no inside source. It's my simple feeling that, mm-hmm. considering how much oomph, if you will, that they're giving Japan, those two games will move mountains for them. Uh, you know, and uh, those are still very popular games, so much so that people play them yearly. 
yeah. specifically uh, Persona 5 and, and Royale, for that matter. So it's going to be interesting. What are your thoughts on this announcement that they nearly moved as many as three to one as opposed to PlayStation 5? Now, granted, mm-hmm. Fuzzy, we understand Sony's having an issue getting these consoles out there, right? We know that right. there's some sort of an issue with, with chips. What, what, what are your thoughts on this? Is it simply just mathematics or are they starting to move the needle in Japan? Well, I think it's a, a little bit of all of the above kind of thing. I'm, like it, it's good to see. And I, I, I think the, the chip shortage kind of is hurting the PS5 numbers to some extent, but there are making uh, Xbox in general is making moves in the right direction in that region, whether it be through the cloud gaming aspect, uh, the the uh, smaller size and form factor of, of the Series S, just all of the things that they're doing as far as outreach in that region. It, it helps translate to hopefully more games like Persona and, and other games coming over to Xbox. Like if there's an actual fan base in that region, they're going to have more devs pay attention to that and want to put their titles or at least consider putting their titles on that platform. So it, it's, it's great to see. Yes, it's still the beginning phases as far as, you know, the numbers are concerned, but it is still a, a, a positive thing in, in the sense that at least this time they are appealing to the consumer base there as opposed to it being kind of like a, a collector's item. Just people buying it for to say that they had like an Xbox One because we all know I think they sold more of uh, the series consoles in the first month than I think they did the entire lifetime of the Xbox One type of deal. So they're, they're already to a, a blazing start in general, but um as far as overall numbers, it, it's it's that good, you know, quote unquote, organic growth, as they call it, uh, as far as them, you know, making a bigger footprint in that region. And hopefully more more devs in that region will pay attention, like as far as like with Atlas, other divisions within Sega have done really well with having their game and game pass. So with the Yakuza series being in there, uh, just one of the justice series, although the, the latest title was up for sale and I think it did rather well on the Xbox platform. Yes, it actually did. Uh, that one and Yakuza seven, uh, yeah. did, uh, was it the last one? Was it seven? The, the dragon one. Yes. Yeah. That's the yeah. one. Yeah. That did very well on Xbox, dude. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's great to see, especially like all the trips that we saw with Phil taking uh, trips over to Japan. Sarah stuff Bond like also, yeah, Aaron Greenberg, Sarah Matt Booty. They've been going back and forth to Japan for a couple of years. You know, specifically uh, uh, Phil himself. He's mm-hmm. he's been to Japan at least eighteen plus times in the last what two or three years. Yeah, so it's it it definitely is starting <coughs> to pay off. We're starting to see the fruits of their labor. More people are interested in the brand. There's more uh, attention to it, so more devs are more likely to you know commit to it. So it, it's just a great thing all around. And while some of the games may not appeal for for all of us, but it is still a benefit. Like for me, I I wouldn't have looked at I guess Judgment prior, and that that was one of those that kind of caught my eye. I'm more of a fan of the the usual or the regular style beat 'em up of uh, Yakuza, but. And all in all, it was still a great series, especially having that in Game Pass. And then, you know, you get the discount when you buy the collection <laughs> type of deal. So it, yeah. it worked out, I'm pretty sure, for the devs as well as for us gamers. So I, I'm happy to see it. 
Absolutely. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Uh, uh, Web Dave, uh, l- l- let me get your opinion on this. But before I do, Jacob Novick drops the first super chat of the day of $5. Says, Even if Xbox didn't get Call of Duty marketing rights fully until they get ABK, Xbox is now BC for Sony's, uh, uh, for, for Sony's rights ended, available to get Modern Warfare 2 on Game Pass a day and date. Yeah, we're, we're going to get into that. I have a couple of theories. Again, this is, we, we know, what we do know is that according to Sony from last year, they had the marketing rights until 2024, right? That's this year. Next year, there's no new Call of Duty. They would probably still have the Warzone um you know uh advertising which whatever war zone is going to be next year and then the the new call of duty after that i have some theories i don't want to get into it because i want to save that for the actual topic but web dave sir this is a small victory but a victory nonetheless and i think that you know with every little win that microsoft does in a region that they normally have not done done well at there is there is room for potential uh, you know, a moving of the needle, so to speak. Do yes. do you see them starting to become a factor in Japan? Uh, again, no one's suggesting they're going to take over the market right. space, but they are putting a product out there that a lot of people in that region like because of its size, because of the fact that it's digital. And, and you know, the cloud gaming, it is a thing. It's a thing, and it's doing well over there. What are your thoughts, brother? Um Yes, uh, I do think that they are on the right momentum. Um, obviously, it's not going to be like, you know, people are going to stop buying uh, PlayStation because of this. No, that's that, it's not the case. But there are definitely um, a lot of benefits to the Xbox, and the Xbox is, is starting to prove itself as a uh, viable commodity in Japan. Um, I'm really looking forward to uh, the indies showcase that they're doing in japan that microsoft is actually um participating in big big. time yeah it's great and they are uh they're it's they're even thank goodness (laughs) they're putting a a, a, um an american um translation um channel uh up for youtube when that uh, when that does air so we'll be able to uh you know to, to be able to see what all goes on i think the it's a two-day event. The first day is going to be um, on um, independent uh, titles that are uh, that are already out, and then also a showcase the next day of new games that are coming out. Uh, where we're probably, from what we're understanding, is that some of those titles, when they do their presentation, will also say coming day and date in Game Pass, which will be starting to help plant the seeds even more for not their you know their domination of japan by any means but uh, getting a good foothold and getting themselves in and a good position in japan is it is important uh phil said that numerous times he really wants it to happen and i think that they're on the right track um is it a good sign that this happens yes of course is there different reasons could be lower stock particular you know you know next week if it happens again or the week after you know, two or three weeks or a month worth of this, then we'll you know, then you can say, okay, this is really looking good for Xbox. But if it's like a a one eighty the next week, you know, total numbers are total opposite. 
you know, because of stock, you know, coming up for uh, for Sony, then then it's going to be, you know, like, well, that was a nice little boost. Let's hope they can do that again. But the, the real proof, I think, is going to be in the consistency of them actually not necessarily beating Sony, but their numbers being up to or better than Sony's for at least a little while. That'll that'll really be the proof that they're on the right track. I absolutely agree. I, I think you're onto something with that. And like I said, the uh, we do know that, uh, and this this came way of Sarah Bond going back. I think it was the end of last year that Microsoft is working with 200 indie developers in Japan, yes. and that's that's a big deal. Listen, you know, I I know that a lot of people love their AAA stuff. I get it. Who doesn't love a a AAA bomb like a Call of Duty or Titanfall or uh, you know, a destiny or division, but the indies, man, I've always had an affinity for, uh, for, for the indie, uh, uh, indie developer. And they have proven time and time again, specifically like last year. Wow. I mean, what a year for indies. They just, I mean, on every platform, they just completely dominated the conversation. And what was great is that, you know, this is a time that COVID played a huge, uh, uh, you know, a huge um, uh, part in delaying a lot of big time games and the Indies stepped it up and they were some absolutely astounding experiences. And of course, I expect that to come not only just for Xbox, uh, you know, for, for, for Nintendo and, and Sony, but specifically the Xbox show uh, is going to be a big deal because I think they, we're going to see some real special things. But uh, let's let, let's bring in John Wolf. John, this is again, it is a smaller win for Xbox, but still, again, worthy of a conversation because even though they may never, you know, um, completely take over first place in the marketplace. I don't think Phil Spencer and company are looking to take over anything. I think they want to just be competitive. Right. This is a this is a great sign. What are your thoughts on this, dude? Yeah. For, first, I want to apologize to everybody on the panel and the ah, and, 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 and the chat. Sorry, I lost internet the moment you hit go on that button. Boom. So I apologize, guys. I couldn't. That's do my, real life, brother. Don't I, worry I, about it. I couldn't uh, formally. Yeah, We're gonna it. fire those damn interns. How yeah, dare you? For sure, dude. The little minions are back there doing their thing. Uh, Wait, that's me. I, <laughs> I definitely agree with everyone's uh, take that they've had so far. Um, I think it's a really uh, uh, like you know, someone mentioned just a snowball of everything coming together. But I think I, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to take this a little bit different and I'm glad big cloud is here. Cause you could check me on anything that I say, brother. If I say something that you feel is not correct, if I'm exaggerating, you let me know, brother. Okay. So this is the first time really, uh, I, it, correct me if I'm wrong panel. Wasn't it Tokyo game show last year where, where Xbox launched X cloud, for, for that Japanese market. Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Correct. so let's think about this logically, right? They gave uh the Japanese audience a way to try the Xbox ecosystem for basically peanuts. Okay. Probably they probably had that dollar deal going on. Okay. Over there. Got a lot of people subscribed. Got a lot of people to try out what Xbox had to offer. Well guess what? That might be paying dividends. Okay. Because now when you have gamers uh, Japanese gamers, right, trying out all these different experiences, maybe th that and the combination of the shortages and the combination of everything and the form factor and all that, Xbox has become, you know, a viable solution to game. 
Okay, where before they were looked upon as, oh my God, you know, it's the American company, the shooter box. We're not interested in that ecosystem. Now they they got to try out Game Pass and they saw the variety of games that Xbox is offering, and 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 this is where I want BitCloud to check me if I'm wrong on this. At least from my perspective, BitCloud in the last couple of years. Sony has been kind of rubbing the Japanese audience the the wrong way with their focus on North America. Is, is that something I'm off? I'm off there a little bit to think that. No, you're not off. They pretty much abandoned Japan for okay. the U.S. only. Okay, so so when it, and the numbers don't lie. I mean, the, Nintendo has been you know dominating. Obviously, they have a, a hybrid system that people can just yeah. go in their bag in their pocket. That's an X factor. Nintendo mastered the handheld. Uh, seen right. completely. That's basically what a big chunk of Japanese market is. They want handhelds. They want games on the go. So absolutely, absolutely. But now it seems like if Xbox has catapulted over over PlayStation in 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 the terms that now gamers are starting to see. Wait a minute. I can get an Xbox for my house, and I can keep on playing on the go. Okay. So those things right there become you know it becomes sexy to the consumer. All right, especially to the consumer in Japan that's always gaming on the go. And, and price. Let's right. not forget that, you know, they don't have to go out and buy the game. You know, a lot a lot of Japanese gamers, uh, and, and, I, and I credit Pong Soul with this, he calls himself a grazer. Like, he goes here and he nibbles there and he yeah. nibbles here, and he finds games that he likes. And that's, the, 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 from what we understand, you know, a lot of American games don't really they're not appealing to japanese gamers so what game pass offers that type of gamer it gives them a chance to try out things without a commitment of wow man i just spent you know 70 yen or, or, or you know what i'm saying and yeah. that's that is another monster contributing factor to getting the series s but also gaming on the go with cloud gaming but please continue yeah, so so when the when the Japanese gamer is sitting there and they see what Xbox is offering, it's easy for them to say, "Wait a minute, we got PlayStation's kind of dropping the ball here. They're not really putting that much significance on 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 us, okay, on our audience over here." Um, and Xbox is it, it, it's not as bad as people think. That ecosystem is making moves. They've made it very appealing to to game on their front. Now, what I think they're gonna need to do, boom, and I've been dying on this hill. You know, I've been on your show multiple times. I'll say it one last time, just in case someone, just in case an, an Xbox executive is listening. If you were to purchase Sega whenever you can and rebrand to Sega slash Xbox, it, it, it the sales are going to catapult, brother. That's my opinion. Okay, so so if they were to rebrand over there, that that would be a game changer. But that's another subject, right? But to to stay on course with what we're talking about here, I I really do think that I, I like what everybody put down. I like everybody's idea, but I do think that X Cloud was the key contributor to all of this. It's giving the Japanese gamers a chance to try out your ecosystem for nothing, and that right there is what I think is really contributing to the success. And I think you're onto something with that. There, there, there's no doubt about it. I, I think that the, you know these little steps, doing these little things for consumers that you know that are different than here in North America, or, or of course in the EU, they have a, uh, Japanese gamers have a different way of gaming, and they have certain genres that they appreciate. This is why it is paramount for Xbox to get games from Atlas. 
to get games from Sega, to get games from Capcom that are that are appealing not only to us. Not not every JRPG appeals to me. You know, it's funny. Someone in, so actually, you know what? Let, let me just catch up with someone in Super Chat because someone actually said something pretty interesting. Spider Man, hey, what's going on, brother? Welcome back. He drops an outstanding five dollars. Super Chat says, "What are your thoughts on Bungie being upset with Sony Sony sending out an email asking the devs to respect others' opinion?" Look, the thing is this: uh, that is a that's that's a that's, it's a political and it's a very very messy situation. I think Bungie, you know, they are owned by SIE or will be owned by SIE PlayStation, and they have a certain way of thinking. Um, no one should speak for anyone. I think that when you do that, you you open the door for opinions to clash. I think you should speak for yourself. And, 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 you know, what, what you're referring to is again, it's, it's, it's a, it really is one side or the other. It's, it's a very, very deep conversation that, you know, I, I, they're entitled to feel upset for someone speaking for them. I will say that. Um, but let me continue on with the super chats. We have another one that came in from, let me see. Uh, Dakato, uh, what's going on, brother? Let me see. Oh, I just lost it. Bloody hell. Okay, here it is. Uh, remember Mistwalkers, Lost Odyssey, and Valhalla uh, from uh, Itagaki are uh, independent uh, studios in Japan. It's, just, it's funny you should say that because um, Itagaki just opened up a Twitter account talking about his new game. And he, a couple of, I think it was last year, had reached out and said, hey... Valhalla Games is right here, Microsoft. If you want to acquire me, you know, he, you know. Now, whether that was in uh, in jest or not, I think the guy still has it. I'd love to see him um, bring his form of Ninja Gaiden to Xbox in a you know in a spiritual successor. I actually just tweeted at him this morning, as a matter of fact. And you know, it's funny. The other day, now, I don't know how many people actually know about this, but, you know, you can actually get Microsoft points for just playing games. You can pay for your your uh, your game pass. You can get monies. I, I bought um, I bought a movie. I bought um, what's the vampire uh, film, the Marvel one, Morbius. I bought Morbius the other day. It's what me and Mrs. Boom are going to talk movie night tonight. It's what we're going to watch. And uh, they paid 13 of the 20 bucks. Thanks, Xbox. For all I do is play games, and the Microsoft Rewards is a real deal. And one of the ten-point questions, which I thought was odd, and I actually tweeted it, and I got a lot of feedback from it, was it was asking which Xbox 360 game did you prefer better, Blue Dragon or Lost Odyssey? Now that's that's a tough one because both games are good, but I picked Lost Odyssey because Lost Odyssey was yeah. dope. That was that was epic. Um, epic game i think it was four discs man it was it was huge um but here's the thing how many people in this community have been talking about getting a remaster or remake i i would love to see the final fantasy uh level final fantasy 7 level um remake come to come to lost odyssey that would be epic and microsoft should fund that if they're not if they That's haven't possible. already, because that poll was in there for a reason. I'm just saying mm -hmm. that it makes me very suspicious. Now, before we uh, move on to topic number two, 
first of all, I want to thank the 450 people here on a Friday morning. Wow, that is epic. I certainly appreciate you supporting Double Barrel Gaming um, and uh, checking out this show. We have some uh, real epic topics. Um, but there is one other thing that I want to discuss. Uh, the other day, unbeknownst to me, uh, Zemi Games, who was um, obviously a member of of uh, Breakfast of Boom and moved on to the Xbox Factor podcast, did something really cool. Um, and he uh, filled out an application and recommended me for the Xbox MVP program. Now, I didn't even know what that was. I knew about ambassadors. But I didn't know what the MVP program was. And, well, he did it. And a lot of people uh, sent in, you know, sent in applications for me as well. If you feel that I represent Xbox in a way, uh, or more, more specifically, the entire community as, as a whole, in, in a proper manner, and you want to do it, I'm, I'm going to drop the link in there. I Look, I'm going to be honest with you. That's that's big. That's like Microsoft has just called me up to the big leads. Big. I, I don't think I'm going to get it. To be honest. And boom. With you. And, and boom. Let me let me just tell you, okay, from from someone that just started doing this about three or four months ago. Uh, one of the big inspiring factors was uh, your your channel and, and oh, your content. You, and and I, and it, it obviously Amen. and every everyone here I think will agree unanimously. If anyone should be representative of the xbox brand boom you definitely deserve that uh you give the criticism when needed you do it in a respectful way brother and you also give the praise so everyone i i, I implore you let's get this done for boom he's done a lot for us produces a bunch of shows every week so i think unanimously boom we all you, you deserve this brother i, I appreciate i appreciate that that's extremely kind of you to say and uh, like i said give me a moment once i get the topic rolling and I'll drop the link in there. And like I said, no harm, no foul. If you don't think, if you don't want to fill it out, because it, it is extensive. But if you if you do, by all means, it would be greatly appreciated. But we got to talk about the ABK deal. This is this is a deal. Obviously, it's it's the biggest tech deal in the history of the United States. It is the biggest deal of Microsoft's being. Right? They've never done a deal this big. Well. Um, recently, the attorney that is uh, representing Microsoft, uh, and why, why does his name? Um, Brad. Uh, Brad Smith. Thank you for the love of Jehovah. What a terrible <laughs> Brad Smith, uh, who is the front-facing representative when it comes to anything uh, lawyer-wise uh, uh, for Microsoft, sat down and was interviewed by a French publication and it's what he said in this paragraph i'm about to read uh to you that has me wondering if this deal does in fact get done by year's end now granted they did put a date of of fiscal year uh summer of 2023 and i think that is as far out as it would take to get done i think it's going to get done quicker how quick well, I'm not an attorney, so I don't know. Now, I tried to get Hogue Law to kind of get his opinion on this, and I believe he is going to do, if he hasn't already, did a video regarding this statement. Um, so definitely go check out Hogue Law on, on YouTube. Let him know that Boom sent you. The guy is just aces across the board. Uh, he couldn't be here because, well, he's a lawyer, man, and he's doing some real work. So we're going to get him back here a couple of times, hopefully – 
towards the end of June, maybe even to get his opinion on the show on June 12th, on the first um, uh, Breakfast of Boom after that show uh, that Sunday. Uh, but this is what Brad Smith had to say. And I'm going to read you what their interviewer asked and then his response. And he, the interviewer simply says, you recently acquired Activision, one of the leaders in the gaming industry for $68 billion. Here, too, you may have to show white poor to prove that the competition may still may still have a say. What is the status of the buyback process? And Brad Smith responds by saying this, folks. This is progressing quickly, at least fast enough for an acquisition of this size. We have received requests for information on this subject here in Brussels, but also in London and in Washington. We answer questions, give briefings, and give the requested information. One of our lawyers summoned up the situation well by saying, we are coming to the end of the beginning. Now we are starting the beginning of the middle. It's a long process, and we are still at the stage where we answer questions. For us, of course, the faster this is done, the better, but we will respect the process. Now, this, again, is it a revelation? Is Brad Smith publicly announcing that this deal gets done by month's end? No. Does, is he suggesting that the deal of this size is moving quicker or quicklier, or more quick than they would have anticipated potentially, but let's get let's let's get the uh, the panel's information. We'll start Big Cloud. I want to go to you first on this because look, the first time this deal was announced in January, there were a lot of opinions, a lot of people, a lot of motions involved in this. You know, obviously everyone thought that Call of Duty was going to be exclusive. I didn't. I've been saying it from the beginning. Who gives a flying hoot nanny where Call of Duty is? It could be everywhere. Who cares if your Game Pass? It's going to be there and it's going to be a part of your subscription. No one gives a crap, or you shouldn't care anyway. Um, but this deal was, you know, uh, you know, the monopoly was mentioned, and, and all times. kinds of other ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous yeah. notions. We know that it's not a monopoly when you look at and embrace a group which just bought two of the companies that broke my heart. By the yep. way, um, and they got them for a record cheap. Dude, Did they got them for like hundred million? That's fifty million more than what Sony pump, pumped out for Insomnia games. There you go. There you <laughs> go. That right there. Again, we talk about. This. I talk about Insomnia being like the steal of a lifetime, just by the way they've been dropping quality S tier games uh, oh, yeah, Sony yeah. That, on a consistent that, that, basis. I, I would. I would dare say. In, in, That's again, like the best my, investment my, in a long yeah, time. It, Insomnia games might be the best move. The like a capital strategic. T-H-E, yeah. In the history of the company, because that studio is just well, it's un, just it's unheard of the amount yeah. of games they drop in record time for Sony. And now, you know, now we're on that cooldown period where they're uh, making them. We know we got Wolverine and we got Spider Man two, potentially Resistance, right. World of Man. So Damn it, at least that already. Stop. No, <laughs> Stop uh, you're no, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that. But uh, to the Call of Duty yeah. thing, uh, to, to Call of Duty, um, you know. Uh, I remember I thought they were going to make this exclusive to Xbox, and this was probably going to be like Microsoft's Ace card to get um, Game Pass in PlayStation. That's the thing that, you know, Phil never gave up hope for was Xbox Game Pass coming to PlayStation. And I thought that that was going to be like their way of going it, but they never did it. Now, now that you look at it now, you know, they own the IP. I mean, again, it's up in the air what they really want to do with the franchise. The best thing about this, and this is why I'm, I'm happy about, and a lot of people kind of, you know, I guess I rub people the wrong way when I brought this up, but 
we've seen this so many times on Sony's end. They relied on Call of Duty like a, a crutch when it came to multiplayer games. They didn't have a multiplayer game to really fall back on or their own uh, style one that was like, yeah, this is it. Yeah, Factions did good for what it was, but it wasn't a game that they fully supported, right? It wasn't the MLG type of game that they needed to push uh, for, for PlayStation. They needed something else. So now that you're seeing, you know, Microsoft have this, and more than likely, Microsoft is going to tie, um, you know, this to Game Pass, which makes sense. Uh, they'll do probably the deal with like the dlc you'll get it easy like you'll get it earlier for the game pass subscribers stuff like that i can see that being the strategic play for it too even with that it's like sony didn't really have anything else to fall back on a lot of people might say well what about destiny again destiny is not um going to be exclusive they bought bungie for expertise so they can make the next game that would be considered their um their game their staple so i see socom being the one to to come back Dude, and fill the fill that the void. has to be the first. It has, one, it has to be it. It has, has to be, so to be the first one. You how, need a how military many shooter. In the chat. First of all, yeah. wow, man, we broke records. We're over five hundred people here, which wow. is bonkers. Thank you so but, much for hanging out. Who remembers? But we need SOCOM. That popping on the headset with your friends like this and playing SOCOM. I mean, classic. I, I'm getting yep. goosebumps, folks, <laughs> just talking about it. And when if you there have is Bungie, one IP yep. in cloud that needs to be the first that's a mic drop moment as a service. That's a mic drop moment, especially. And again, I'm glad 100%. you mentioned that. We have 10 of those in production for Sony. 10. That is more likely one of them. I wonder There's if no Twisted reason. Metal there you go. them as well. You Twisted took the words right out of my mouth. Twisted Metal yep. is another one. Who doesn't one want a new Twisted Metal Black? I mean, yeah. come on, really? Yeah. Like, Twisted Metal is yes, another please. one. But you, but you also got another one, too, Resistance. There's a reason why Insomniac stopped talking about Resistance in light of all this now. There's a reason why they don't really tweet it anymore. Because it's happening. We know it's happening. That's going to yeah. be another ace card. That's going to be another uh, mic drop moment. That's and a again, big one, man. This, this is good because of competition. Competition put, uh, put on Sony. Let's face do you really think we would have got this news of SOCOM and all this no, stuff no. if this acquisition never happened from Activision? Not. No. If it did happen, guess what? It would have been much longer. We would have waited for this, right? It would have been on a more slower pace than what you normally would have seen. I guarantee you there probably was already ideas for SOCOM, but there was in developmental hell, and they never thought about fully fixing it. And on top of that, Sony didn't put an effort to really push multiplayer games as heavy as they are now. Now they have the full backing of Bungie who specializes in this sort of thing, right, yep. to really push this. And I can see them being their overseer for their network as well, helping them with a lot more things like coding. It makes sense. So really, logically, I see this all coming to fruition and you got that game, um, you know, for them. Now, does and this Dick mean Cloud. that they're going to change a lot of their single-player games? No. Does this mean that they're going to have tacked-on multiplayer for everything they do? No. I just see more of a strategic way of going about it for, um, you know, going forward. I just that's how I see it. But and Big Cloud, don't forget the key, the key word that I think you left out of when you think of Bungie. They know how to build community, brother. Yep, they definitely so. do. They definitely do. So, you know, again, a lot of people, when we saw, like, when we saw Destiny, I mean, come on, let's face it. Did we expect Destiny to be this big when we first saw Destiny? <laughs> come on. Destiny Never definitely Destiny, took no. gaming by, Destiny took gaming by storm for the most part. So I definitely see them really just benefiting a lot from just these deals and whatnot. Now, as far as who they buy next, how they go about it, that remains to be seen, right? It remains to be seen. But 
make no mistake about it. I do expect a lot of change uh, now with everything uh, that's going. And a lot of people need to be open to that. I've said this multiple times, change inbound. It's going to happen regardless. A lot of people don't like change. It's understandable. You know, you're used to the, the winning formula, so to speak, right? But when the market change, guess what? The competition has to change. The leaders have to change. Everybody has to adapt to fit the, the market. Then the market's screaming for more games as a service. The market's screaming for more multiplayer games. So now Sony sees this and they can't rely heavily on Call of Duty anymore. Call of Duty can't be that that crutch. It just can't be. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be, a, you know, you're going to have it as an option. You're going to have it. It's not going away, but <laughs> it's not going to be heavily implemented or advertised like it was before. I just say that much. Yeah, it's no, you're, you're absolutely 100%. Fuzzy, I, I want to bring you in the, into the conversation, but before I do, two mm -hmm. things. One, I just dropped the link in for the nomination for the Xbox MVP program that Zemi Games uh, tweeted the other day. My gamer tag is, well, it's Mr. Boomstick XL. No surprise there. Um, and I uh, gotta gotta say a big thank you to V Mac Man, who's become a channel member, brother. Thank you so much for that. Mrs. Boomstick and I truly appreciate the support. Uh, but listen, Fuzzy, mm -hmm. hear, hearing what Brad Smith has to say, like I said, if anyone, I mean, he's not gonna let the cat out of the bag, right? This is a deal <laughs> that is gonna get done. Um, Microsoft has been, uh, you know. Anything that anyone has been asking from the FTC and everywhere else within the world where they need to answer questions, they've been like, here you go. Ho heave. Here's all the information you need. Uh, it is a big deal. Yeah. It's a $70 billion deal. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to get a lot of criticism, but oh, yeah. this, this statement, I know that it, it, it's a broad stroke yeah. but when he says it's moving quickly for a deal this size, to me, and maybe this is me just hoping, maybe it's my my hope opinion, what do you think about this deal potentially getting done by uh, year's end? I, I've kind of always felt that it would be a year's end type of thing. So hearing him say that, uh, or the statements that he made, um, kind of help <laughs> reinforce that for me. Um, I was hoping before, you know, a few senators made some big to do about this stuff, that it would be something wrapped up like by end of August, early September. I know they projected, you know, end of, you know, first quarter 2022 or, or, or by the end of 2022, which is into 2023 or something like that. But uh, I kind of figured they wanted this deal considering that the groundwork was kind of started around the tail end of last year, that they would want it, you know, full circle by the end of this year uh, and maybe sooner if at all possible. So hearing that, you know, Brad Smith is making those statements. It, it it goes to show that all the fluster that we saw on Twitter and in some of the news circles and things like that, just it, it was just more so for show than anything. Uh, it comes down to if this is going to be any type of detriment for, you know, the competition or the companies. And it, it really didn't appear that that was going to be the case. But um I, I think this gets wrapped up. I, I still hope it gets wrapped up by September, but you know, by year's end, I, I would I would hope that everything is you know buttoned up and sealed by then. But um, it, it's good to hear. I just wish um, we knew more as far as I guess on the EU because I don't think they've given complete pass or or 
okay just yet. I know that they've made an inquiry, but I don't know if they gave the green light type of thing in the EU just yet. But, um, you know, at least from stateside, you know, we're, we're, I, I would say at least Xbox is probably in the clear for the most part. Yeah, you know what? What from what I've heard, and again, folks, I'm I'm, I'm not a, an attorney, so I'm only basically going to give you the information that has been provided to me personally. Usually, mm-hmm. in situations like this, the EU and other other regions are guided by the 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 denial or the approval of the FTC or the Justice Department here in the U.S. They usually follow suit. Mm-hmm. So. Take take that for what it's worth, but yeah, great great, great points, John Wolf. Let's get your opinion on this. Brad Smith, uh, again, high powered attorney, front facing dude, front man, if you will, for Microsoft in the attorney business. Hearing him say this, how does that? Where where where, where does that fall with you? Is your hype meter closer to hey, wait until summer twenty twenty three, or do you feel more confident that this could get done by? year's end which by year's end would put it at 12 months since the announcement yeah i think that his uh his announcement even he you know in his own words is saying that he's pleasantly surprised how fast it's moving along for for the deal being one of the biggest uh tech deals ever made so i think that that's something that he uh is surprised by which uh which if he's surprised right and he was kind of expecting this to to go for the long run uh it it should catch everyone uh pleasantly surprised that it's moving along so fast now obviously you know uh in my in my industry we are part of part of audits and reviews and stuff like that there's a lot of back and forth and he gets into it a little bit there where he's saying that they ask us for stuff we provide it and we move on it looks like whatever they are providing uh, I mean, whatever they, they are requesting, they're able to provide in a in in a timely fashion. Uh, and unless there's a big hiccup here, boom, uh, there's definitely no way that this should take longer uh, or go bleed into next year. Uh, you know, if I had to put my my thinking cap on and everything, I, I think what he's trying to say is if things keep on going the way they are, there's no reason this deal shouldn't close, you know, by end of year or even sooner. Okay, so things are are moving along pleasantly. Okay, um, and and you know we're gonna get into it a little bit later, but we'll see how that plays a factor in our in our in our other topic. Okay, with with the marketing and all that. So I'll get into it a little bit there. I'll, I'll hold my thoughts for that. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Real quick, Jacob Novik drops an additional two dollars of chances idea for June's last thing. The ABK uh, the ABK deal is done. Yeah, that would be that'd be something. That that would be something. But I, I think that is gonna come the way of a massive press release, specifically uh from either uh Satya Nadala or more more specifically, it's probably gonna be a uh, Phil Spencer because he's the head of Microsoft uh you know gaming now. And that'll be a big press release, it'll be a big blog. You know, he'll put it out on Twitter and everyone will go, yeah, you know, let's go. What's what's next? When are they bringing Pitfall Harry? You know, that, that's that, that's my question. <laughs> guitar hero, into, man. Yeah, guitar guitar hero. hero, which, by the way, he mentioned. DJ hero, people. He, yeah. yeah. You, you know, <laughs> uh, BitCloud, that standing right here. Well, not standing. Sitting right here next to me on my left side, I have the special edition DJ hero. With, with the, the gold trim, I, I think you told it. me about the the M&M yes, edition. Uh, yeah, it is so. waiting to be cracked open. It's right here, man. <laughs> it's right here. I wanted to picking time. it up for like I think 
like 40 bucks or something. I was like, I can't walk away from that. I'm not a DJ oh. by any stretch of the truth, but I am buying that for sure. <laughs> Listen, boom, um, can I say something real fast? My sure. hope for my hope for that deal day one is for them to get into that BC catalog and, and to just announce all these all these dormant Marvel Activision properties. Man, I've been playing Wolverine on 360 boom. That needs that needs an FPS boost. That would be great. That would be great. That game is fantastic. You know, it's another game that that no one really played on the 360. That was because he's my favorite hero. The Captain America game was dope. Yeah, that was AF, good, man. Dude. Yeah, really, really good. I I quite this, enjoyed this, that. This is why but, I yeah. say they sleep on other heroes, man. Where's the Captain America game in 2022? Where is it? I don't know. I don't know. I know that we know we t- yesterday on the uh on the um the new episode of X Vlog Live with Pong Soul, we specifically talked about um how uh, you know about a hero-based game coming to Xbox, and, and that was motivated um by Mike Lowry, who is not, is probably in the chat, and he's uh he wrote he wrote a uh, piece which I added to the show notes that if you want to read his article, article was fantastic. Um about Marvel needing it. He specifically wants uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I would love that, but uh, we do we do have it on good authority from both um, Skullsy TV and Nick, for a special Nick from Xbox Era, that Microsoft does, in fact, have several um, Disney IPs that they're working with Disney to bring uh, exclusives. One of them is supposed to be a, 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 some sort of a multiplayer um uh, uh marvel game from zenimax uh, i hope that comes to fruition that would be kind of dope as well but uh let's uh let's let's bring in uh web dave web dave when you hear this statement from brad smith where where does that fall for you is is this a deal that's going to get done sooner than many including brad smith himself would uh consider um getting done uh boom yes i think and i've and i've said this before on your show that uh, this deal is actually um, a lot further along than, than than people realize, and of course, with his comments, uh, definitely made it sound like you know uh, that this is uh, definitely uh, you know they're they're doing what they need to do, which is basically as soon as they request something, they put it out there, they go through that process, they're on to the next. And I have feeling that this, I mean, I'm so confident that this is going to get done this year. I mean, if it doesn't get done this year, I'd shave my face. I'm just saying <laughs> that's and, and trust me, I haven't haven't had a clean shaven face since uh, since my uh, engagement pictures. So that's <laughs> that's a long time ago. But uh, but I tell you, it's uh, it is it is definitely uh, there's nothing going to stop this, and it's definitely getting done. I think all the snags, all the roadblocks, anything that was been thrown out there. Has already been dealt with and gone through, and it's just a matter of time. And I, I, I don't agree that it's going to be some kind of you know like oh, some kind of held off announcement. Uh, somebody in the chat was hoping for, because I think because of that it's you know has to do with the, the stock market and things like that. That uh, you know that it's as soon as this deal is announced, it's just going to be uh, like the the Bethesda deal that they're going to be like, oh, hey, tomorrow we're going to have a round table meeting. And they'll have a they'll have a big showcase. They'll have a big presentation to kind of explain everything, and then Phil can can explain, you know, what's going to be exclusive, what's not going to be exclusive, what's going to be you know, multi-plat or whatever. He he he'll he'll go into he'll go into great detail at that time and at that time only once the deal is done, and then everybody will be like, 
either like, oh, I told you so, or be like, holy crap. So it's it's going to be, uh, either way, it's it's going to be big, it's going to be good. And then at that time, they're going to, you know, they're also going to probably start saying, oh, and as of today, here's all these games that are going to start showing up on uh, in Game Pass, you know, included in your in your subscription. I think that be, it's yeah, a mountain of Oh, games. it is going to be tons, tons of games. And plus, I mean, they have, you know, especially with the, with the, with the PC titles they have available. Oh, man. Game Pass PC. You just it opens up a whole new level, and uh, it's. I think it's. I really do feel like it's. It's sooner than later. Um, hopefully, you know, before we get to the um, the game awards show, I think it'll probably be wrapped up before then. But yeah. I really think that it's. Uh, it, it's it's coming fast, and uh, it there... would be pretty good to end the year because you know yes. obviously. You know, Microsoft is. Uh, we we don't know. Remember that there's a just there's a Jeff Keeley show on the ninth, which yep. we're going to be covering on this channel. Everyone's expecting that Microsoft is going to have something to show, or one or two things for that matter. Uh, obviously, their June twelfth show, and then the big one, the big the, the mecca, if you will, is the Game Awards at the end of the year, usually around mid December. Yep. Um, that is going to be coming, uh, and that would be wow. Talk about rolling into the Game Awards on a high note or a high step, if you will. If Microsoft was able to announce that uh, the ABK the ABK deal was in fact done, uh, that would be something. Real quick, uh, Elvin Gully drops an outstanding and very generous ten dollars super chat, and he says this: "I may come off as a fanboy, but I actually hate the ABK deal. I would have rather had uh, WB Ubisoft and the studios Embracer Group bought from Square as exclusives than ABK Multiplats. I mean." I, dude, I, I said this publicly before. I'll say it again. Losing Crystal Dynamics and Edios Montreal to embrace a group broke my heart. Specifically because they lost the IP, which I thought absolutely would be killer for Xbox fans in Tomb Raider. Now, granted... You know, th- those games are going to be multi-plat. Whatever Embrace Group does with them, they're going to be multi-plat, and we're still going to be able to play them. But I just think that... You can't man. turn down the... You you just can't... Microsoft couldn't turn down the deal this of is, a lifetime. This is a, right. This is a once-in-a-lifetime deal, very yep. similar to Bethesda, and it, it's a three-headed dragon, right? That's, that's what this ABK deal is, because it's not just covering the consoles, right? Obviously... Activision, when you think of them, you think of Call of Duty. Call of Duty is the biggest money maker. Even last year's piece of garbage, Call of Duty, sold well, right? And it still made a ton of money in microtransactions, and it was complete garbage, right? Well, you also have to think about, well, Blizzard has turned a corner. Blizzard is becoming the PC go-to uh, uh, publisher that everyone used to love. Wow, is it, it, it has a chance to release on consoles, right? They That's have a, they have Doom Eternal, boom, releasing yeah, on, no, no. on on, on yeah, sales. Yeah. Super excited for that. Yeah, and of course we can't forget. Actually, the the most important part of this deal, you would I, I, if I polled everyone right now, we have five hundred and nine people here. If I polled everyone, I guarantee you, high ninety percent die would be yeah, Call of Duty. Super important. Actually, I would have to disagree. I think the biggest aspect of this deal is King. King is right neck and neck as the number one most money-making aspect of mobile. 
mobile gamers may seem niche to you or not real gamers, but they spend real money. That is for sure. And King is going to bring Microsoft a ton of money. And more importantly, I and I, and I said this, and please, by all means, uh, marketing, because I know Microsoft listens to the show, uh, X, uh, Xbox Game Pass for mobile, that should be a thing. $5 a month gets you all of these perks and gets you, you know, Candy Crush in there, the maximum edition, and it's going to sell. And we know how many how many people play mobile. Uh, so that would be something. But I want to move on to a big topic. But before I do, I got to talk. I got to say a big thank you to On the Bright Side. He drops a very generous 10 dollar super chat thank you for the generosity and welcome to the show it's a name that i don't recall so i hope that you're finding the channel for the first time he says this microsoft fiscal year 2022 ends on 6 30 that is absolutely correct it is it, is it possible as part of the 70 billion dollar deal modern warfare 2 will be showcased by microsoft in june mm. then at the end of the presentation game pass is included mm. with all other platforms uh, uh platform logos now that this is where we get into topic this is this one i reserved for the end because i think it's going to take up a significant uh, a part of it, and you know something, me just I'm I'm trying to get to everyone, and I love I love my, my thing is this: if you're new to the channel, and as you can see, I post a lot. I'm saying well, I'm saying hello to everybody, and that's that that's not a bot doing it for me. I'm literally as you see me, I'm typing as everyone else is speaking. I try to, and it's a lot of people, and I've said a lot of messages. I try to welcome everybody here, new, old, and otherwise, because well, you we don't have a show without you, and I definitely appreciate you being here. Um, so let's, let's get, let's get into topic number three, folks. Now, this week, good friend of this program, great friend of this community, oh Idle Sloth, posted something like he does. Now, he is what I consider to be a sleuth when it comes to uh, finding new information. He just always seems to be ahead of the game. Well, he posted something that was extremely interesting that we're going to talk about. And this week, Sony was showing off to investors its uh, marketing deals for 2022, right, this yep. year. And the marketing deals, and I, there were uh, 10 games, folks. I'm going to read you off all of the 10 games that they have marketing deals for. Grand Theft Auto V, no surprise there. Deathloop, that's right. They still have the rights to Deathloop until, I believe, September. At least that's what we understand. That's We heard it was, it, was in, it was in the announcement that they have it for a year. So in September or October, you could expect Deathloop to drop into Xbox Game Pass. Genshin Impact, Hogwarts Legacy, Forspoken, Final Fantasy XVI, Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora, FIFA, Ghostwire Tokyo, which just released, I believe, about a month and a half ago, and NBA 2K. Those are all of the marketing deals shown off to investors. Folks, I am not the smartest guy in the room at any given, uh, but I am a sharp tack. And I have to say that what jumps off the page for me, what is a conversation that we're going to have, is... Call of Duty, their biggest 
third-party competitor to PlayStation when it comes to monies is not on this list. Now, the question is, why? Well, we're going to speculate. Now, Speculation Town is somewhere that I am the co-mayor of with, uh, <laughs> Pong Soul and Mav from Front Speculation. We're co-mayors. And it's always 70. It's sunny. At least in my side, it's always snowing because I like the cold. And you can get hot chocolates for free. And if you're hanging out with Pong, you can get cotton candy for free on <laughs> every corner. So Speculation Town is where we're going to go. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's the thing. Last week... Xbox gamers were given a dagger to the heart when it was announced that not one, folks, but two games, two brand new IPs exclusive for Xbox and PC were being delayed into the second half or the first half, I'm sorry, of 2023. Obviously, those games are Redfall and Starfield. So what that does is it leaves a giant gaping hole in what Microsoft can do to not only continue to grow Xbox Game Pass, but bring new games to their millions of fans. And again, I know the number out there is officially 25. I've heard otherwise. I think it's closer to 30 million. King David would back me up on that. Um, but retention in in services is is a real issue. And anyone that has services like Netflix, who saw the loss of 200,000 subscribers, uh, which tanked their stock, um, retention is huge. And how do you keep up retention in this business? Well, you got to keep up, you got to keep up retention with this business by having content. Now, there is no doubt that Microsoft has been delivering incredible amounts of content for xbox game pass that that's not that's not even a suggestion folks that is a plain old fact uh you have a lot of big games coming to the platform still including a plague's tale 2 which again supposed to launch in june i'm i'm have a a strong suspicion that that game is going to be uh up on their stage and that's uh, by Asobo. If you don't know who they are, they made Flight Simulator and, of course, the first game, uh, the first uh, Plague's Tale, which if you missed out on it, man, that that is – if you if you're a Sony fan and you wanted to play a game on Xbox, that's that third-person, over-the-shoulder, adult-themed game. My God, please go play A Plague's Tale. It is an emotionally charged, incredible story about a brother and a sister – it is it's epic it is so good it is unbelievably good and the sequel is coming to xbox game pass day and date that's a that's a big deal but we have to bring call of duty back into the conversation because with a gaping hole you need something to fill the end of the year and call of duty being absent from this from this slideshow which is showing investors hey this is what we've invested in it not being there, well, that brings up two different conversations. Now, the easy one is Microsoft or Activision could have paid the money and broke the contract, right? That's that's a, that's definitely a possibility. It would have cost them millions and millions of dollars. But the other side of the coin, and this is pretty interesting, uh, I found out recently that a marketing deal for Call of Duty is upwards of $300 million for that one year. $300 million. Hmm. Now, this is 
$300 million is exactly what uh, Embracer Group spent for 50 IP, as well as Crystal Dynamics and Edios Montreal. Think about that for a second. For marketing rights versus, hey, we now own 50 IP that includes Laura Croft, Legacy of Kane, and, and, and uh, Deus Ex on top of 47 others. They have these two monster studios that released incredible games. One of which, okay, say what you want about Avengers. Maybe it wasn't your cup of tea. I hear you. But they did do Tomb Raider, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. They did the trilogy, and it was amazing. And recently, Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, that's that's a that's a that's a that's a hit. If you missed that on that game, please play it because it's amazing. I have to go first. To uh, I'm going to go to Fuzzy first on this because Fuzzy, you have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. This is auspicious at the least. Oh yeah. Um, again, we know that Sony isn't shy about putting it out there that they're holding all the cards. And those those 10 IPs that I read is basically holding all the cards for third party. Now, it may be not for everyone, and I hear you. I absolutely hear you if that's the case. But Call of Duty not being in that slide, man, dude, that raises a heck of a lot more questions than it does answer. And if there's one game that Microsoft could add to Xbox Game Pass that would blow people's minds. It's this particular Call of Duty, which is supposed to be the mecca of all Call of Duties. One, because it's a remake of one of the most successful and beloved Call of Duties in Modern Warfare 2. But this is supposed to be the, the, the rebirth of the franchise. Now, the other aspect, the other side of the coin that I, you know, I get a little long-winded. Sorry about that, folks is that Sony could have looked at this and said, that $300 million, I'm sorry. This is going to be known as an uh, Xbox IP soon enough. I, you know, I, In the next three years, they would have spent $600 million. Let's just say it's at $300 because next year there's no Call of Duty. But maybe they still had to pay for the marketing rights for Warzone. So again, not a mathematician, folks. Just a guy behind a microphone. That's nine hundred million over the next three three years. Mm-hmm. Nine hundred million for Call of Duty that eventually is going to drop into Xbox Game Pass day and date. Do we spend the money? Does Sony mm-hmm. spend that money when they have they want to continue to invest in other studios? I say nay, but I'm interested to get the panel's opinion. Mm-hmm. Buzzy, please, by all means, run wild with this one. Well, you and uh, BitCloud had kind of hinted to this before. It's like with them using this as a crutch for so many years, they it, now it would be essentially advertising for their competitor to some extent. Yep. I mean, you already have people like GameStop and other stores putting up signs like, oh, yeah, be careful of which console you buy because this is going to be a, you know, your, your Call of Duty is going to be on Xbox type of thing. So and it, even though it's still a multi-plat type of deal, that type of stuff it would be counterintuitive for Sony to, you know, put more money behind something that could just backfire on them in, in the advertising space. But I, I honestly believe they had to kind of, well, not that they have to distance themselves from call of duty. They still have, you know, whatever map packs or, you know, uh, buffs or things like that, that you'll get as far as perks uh, being a PlayStation uh, player when you buy call of duty on that, that console. But for the most part, it it's, it's one of those things. They're probably better off now turning their attention as far as until they're, 
games as a service lineup is fully, you know, out there. Uh, you know, things like FIFA are going to be a better bet. I mean, even Grand Theft Auto, when they had that like free month or free six months of uh, online or something like that, that's why it was like a little bit cheaper on, on PlayStation. Focusing on things like that are probably the better move, at least at this point, considering that those they can you know directly correlate okay this equaled x amount of sales specifically on our platform if they were to start pushing call of duty like they used to in the past it could be like well we're not seeing as much of a return and how much of the ones that we're not seeing as a return are actually buying the competition's console because of you know the you know what's coming down the pipeline as far as that being one of their their brands or one of their ips so it it's, I thought it was weird. I didn't know how recent that picture was when I also uh, put it out there. Because if it was like a couple of years ago or like a year or so ago, it made sense to me as far as seeing, you know, Ghostwire up there, seeing, you know, uh, Deathloop up there. The and things like of that. Call of Duty, though, man, makes yeah. me twirl the mustache. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so it, 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 it does stand to reason that... Because I know some people have joked about it before. It's like, well, if Xbox were to indirectly break that contract and pay the money, they're kind of paying themselves to pay Sony to get out of the deal anyway. Because if you're acquiring the company you're paying, you're getting that money back. But then if that company has to give the money back to Sony, I mean, it. I think at this point, considering that you know some of the pushback that they got from last week and stuff like that, I think something like this, this, this will drop some jaws at, at it the would. event. Yeah. It, it may, yeah. it may not be a first, you know, party IP, but it's still the biggest, even like, like you were saying earlier, it, it, as one of the worst Call of Duty still outsold just about every game out there other than maybe Elden Ring. And it was like one of the, the bottom of the barrel, you know, Call of Duty's and it still hit 10 or 11 million. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, they had it, 10 squares, Fuzzy, 10 little squares to advertise mm -hmm. Call of Duty, and they chose not to put it on there. Just yeah. think about that for a second. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, John, we're, we're going to come to you momentarily because that, that's a fantastic point. Again, I, I, I do, I do want to kind of bang the hammer on that particular point specifically because, like I said, Call of Duty for the last five, it might even be more years than that. Since it, Remember, when it was on Xbox 360, it's it it sold like crazy when you had to buy map packs, right? So Microsoft made ridiculous amounts of money on microtransactions alone, and in in recent years we've seen the same thing happen. Call of Duty, listen, it's not my bag, but it's a lot. It's millions of people's bag, and it it, it makes a lot of money for for Sony. This is one of those situations where you know the ultimately Activision is going to be owned by Xbox right that that that's pretty much uh, i don't want to say it's a you know drop in a hat or in the bag it's it looks as if that is a deal that's going to go through that deal going through is going to kind of paint Sony into a bit of a corner because like we said in the opening and what and fuzzy reiterated is the fact that Sony has always used their multiplayer absence or their crutch if you will from first party and put that on the shoulders of, of of games like Call of Duty. They're not going to be able to do that anymore. And I think the reason why we saw the announcement of 10 gas games coming out is that specific reason. But man, that is uh, that uh, the absence of that 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 slide, if you will, or graphic on that slide, 
man, I, I think it's indicative of, of a drop the mic moment that, hey, the new Call of Duty is an Xbox Game Pass day and day. That is going to be a freaking huge deal if that, in fact, happens. Agreed. Brother, you want to add anything else to your, your no, statement? No, no. I, I, I think that pretty much I'm, I'm looking forward to June. If yeah. we get that announcement, uh, hey, <laughs> I, I, I think I'm going to say all is forgiven, but pretty much. Yeah, it is, is going to. Well, you know what? It's it's <laughs> it's it's going to be one of those announcements that people are expecting simply because of the disappointment that was announced, you know, 30 something days before the show in regards mm-hmm. to uh, these two big games being delayed. And again, I know it's it, it's currently it, it is third party. It's not first party yet. But it would be a month. First of all, it would steal mindshare like crazy. Yes. It's, right. Just it's a game pass move. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. No, that's quite all right. We'll come. We'll come to you momentarily, Big Cloud. Let's uh, let let let's bring in John Wolf. John, this is this again. This is speculation town. We're, right. We're, you know, we're we're simply going with what is presented to us as evidence, if you will. John, before I get to you, brother, I got to thank real quick uh, Kairu the Gamer. Wow, man, he doesn't even say anything. He drops it like it's hot and drops a $20 super chat. Wow, brother, thank you so much for the generosity. And he actually said something. He said that um, he has a problem. This is real nice about uh about the show that he enjoys the shows, and I definitely appreciate you doing that, brother. Uh, on the bright side, drops an additional five dollars. Jen says to put in perspective, and Microsoft pays ABK two point three billion if deal falls through. Why would MS agree to that without getting something in return like Modern Warfare Two and Game Pass? That is a strong opinion and a great question. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, uh, please, by all means, take it away, brother. Get let's let's get your opinion on this absence of Call of Duty marketing for investors. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Boom! While you were reading that super chat, uh, I put on my tank top since I'm in speculation town. My chancletas. All right, so <laughs> I'm ready to go now here to 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 answer your question. All right, so can this be just simply uh, ex girlfriend syndrome where uh, Sony's being petty about it and they didn't want to advertise the game? No, because I think that in business you you don't do those type of moves, right? I think well, that it would be it would be ethically uh, 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 immoral for for your investors, right? And it's just dumb business, all right. So and they're not dumb, we all know that. So they're not gonna. It's not a petty move on their part, okay? So that's why that leads me to believe that something might be up. Boom! All right, look, last last week's announcements, it it it. It moved. It, it was a difference maker, right? Because it, it was on everybody's uh, mind. Uh, the delay of these games, Microsoft must have known that this was going to rock the foundation of, of, of their audience base. And not only that, but also have the potential to to stagnate uh, those Game Pass uh, growths for 2022, right? So what better way to counter all that boom than and panel than to say, you know what? we figured out a way to bring call of duty back to xbox okay and eventually it's going it's going to be uh uh it's going to be looked upon as a as an xbox franchise when this deal finally goes through so i i do believe that you know my logical part of my brain is thinking look there's nothing up with this it's just uh it's just i guess that they didn't announce it for some reason maybe uh activision want doesn't want them to mention they didn't want them to mention modern warfare 2 at all but then again i'm thinking but they've kind of formally already announced it 
You know what I'm saying? So it's not like they're, it, it's not like it's hidden away. So that's why I also think that, yeah, there might be something up here. Microsoft, they, they know right now that, that their audience and, and is, is, is hungry for something. Right. And this move is not really to appease not not the hardcore fans because the hardcore fans we're more engaged in those exclusives that were coming out but this is obviously to move the needle if they do a move like this and they figured out how to do this 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 is a a, a move for game pass right yes, yes this yes, is a game yes. pass move they want to dominate the, the holiday by being able to say we have modern warfare 2 on game pass and and you know what it, it look I, I, I like talking to my cousin every now and then when it comes to the gaming industry because even though that he he games, he's your he's your you know your your average NBA 2K UFC uh, uh, Madden player okay in Call of Duty those are the games that he plays he doesn't yeah, three, really two, go, two or three yeah two or three games he buys yearly and that's it yeah it, and that's it you know so he's not really in the weeds like I am and I like having conversations with him because it grounds you and it makes you realize that. You know, even though we're in, in the thick of things, we're in the trenches, we know the little ins and outs. It, boom, he didn't even know that uh, Starfield was delayed. I spoke to him yesterday. He had no idea. Okay, he's like, oh, all right, well, it's coming out next year. And I go, exactly. So let me ask you a question. I I, I put this question out to him. If 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 you're a Game Pass subscriber and you're expecting that game, what would you expect them to do logically? And he told me, oh, I would expect them to replace it with something. <clears throat> and I go, exactly. So you as an average consumer, you're expecting Xbox to come out and replace one of their biggest titles that they had promised for their audience with something that can match it or exceed it, right? Sorry, guys. I, I know that us hardcore, and I'm using quotation, uh, us hardcore fans see Call of Duty and we roll our eyes. We're like, oh, my God. another. It's a game changer, guys. That title has power. All right? That's exactly – that was one of the reasons – you know that 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 Microsoft is going after Activision, and if they can already get the ball rolling with getting Call of Duty associated to Xbox, you best believe that they're going to do this move, and it makes all the logical sense to me. I I I look at the end of the day, might it just be? Are we maybe are we reading too much into it? Maybe I don't know, but I definitely think that there's something up. And I'll tell you what, if if another another needle mover, okay, if Xbox comes out in their June 12th showcase and they were able to also put all previous Call of Duties in Game Pass, brother, that makes headlines. That is a, it's it, this is, would be in the pay as, as the papers say, stop the presses kind of information. It, it, seriously, <laughs> uh, I, you know, it, it look it, again and, and, and a question that I posed to my cousin yesterday, the casual gamer. Hey, if Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 was in Game Pass, would you subscribe? He's not subscribed currently. OK, right. he said, how much I got to pay? I told him $9.99 or $14.99 if you want to take it on the go. He said. I'll sign up day one. Yeah, that's from straight from his mouth, right? So, how many other people won't there be out there that if they can push this thing, boom? This is Xbox's way not to not to appease the hardcore because obviously we're all we're all going to be butthurt by the news and all that. But this is a way that they can keep on the momentum that they yeah. were that they were going on, and and I and I do think that if if they were able to achieve this, it's a good business move on their end. It's it's a it's a I'm gonna put up, folks. Hold on. Where's my hat? I don't have it here. I'm gonna put on my tinfoil, my virtual 
tinfoil hat right now, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go to BitCloud on this. Okay, now we know for an absolute fact. Again, this is well. Let me just let me back that. Let me back this statement up. The rumor is that Microsoft, quote unquote, paid extra for chip uh, for for chip uh, um, to be to be up on front of the line when it comes to making. Oh, the for the, the chip supply, right? For the chip right. Yeah. This is this is this is the running rumor, right? Now, I had suggested in the opening of this topic that maybe, maybe this was a Sony thing. Everyone thinks that Microsoft broke the contract and, 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 and AB, you know, Activision came in with the crowbar and, and broke it in. I don't necessarily think so. I don't think you're even, you're even allowed to do that when it's right, a contractual right. I, agreement. I, I, That's I think that this, this very well could have been Sony looking at how much money this particular deal was going to cost them this year. And it mm. was upwards of three. Again, I'm not a finance a finance specialist. This is what I was told. Take it with a grain of salt. Three hundred million dollars for the marketing rights for Call of Duty. If they have the the Call of Duty marketing rights for 22, 23, and 20, uh, 24, I'm not a math genius. That's nine hundred million dollars. I think that Sony could better spend that money somewhere on else. IPs. Right on IPs on on, on on their own stuff, but you know, bringing in exclusive, buying studios, buying IPs, whatever. Right? If that in fact does happen, let's say for instance, Microsoft will Activision get oh, Microsoft gets the uh, get gets the uh, the ability mm-hmm. to put Xbox uh, uh, game uh, Call of Duty into Xbox Game Pass. Well. Again, this is where the tinfoil hat situation comes in, and I want you to ground me here, Big Cloud Gaming. We know that right now the Series S is available pretty much everywhere. You can find it in your probably your 7-Elevens. It's available pretty much everywhere. I've seen it as low as $227. Now, it sold out quickly, of course, because that's bonkers ridiculous. But just imagine if Microsoft was stockpiling these Series S's in anticipation for Black Friday. And on Black Friday, they have the marketing artwork for the new Call of Duty on this box. What you're going to have, and I go to you specifically, is you remember what Sony did. When they had the Spider-Man 2018 and they had that $199 uh, Slim, Mm -hmm. dude, they broke records that might never, ever be broken again on Black Friday when it comes to hardware sales. What are your thoughts on that, brother? I mean, yo, that's actually a... Great point, uh, because one thing Microsoft does nail is custom consoles. They always have the custom sound effects. They got crazy laser edge designs. I can see, like, you know what I'm getting? I'm getting 360 vibes with the with the uh, Call of Duty um, back in the day, if they were to go that route type of thing. I, I can actually see that. Um, going back to the investment side of things, $300 million. I mean, Sony could have definitely kept that. And let's say Embracer Group, this deal never happened. Sony could have bought those IPs for $300 million. So I think Sony's looking at the market a lot more differently now because if companies are willing to sell for that type of price, who to say Sony wouldn't keep their, you know, the money in the pocket and go here's, for the bigger here's here's something also, else that's pretty here's something else that's pretty interesting uh, and i want to get your opinion on this who's launching a service this june oh that's right it's sony sony's launching their own service mm-hmm. for 18 dollars a month maybe they're looking at saying hey 
maybe we can get some third party marketing deals and do some day and date stuff that's not our own first party but heck we're not spending the money 300 plus million dollars on one ip for the marketing rights we can mm -hmm. we can add value to our own service by adding i don't know saints row or whatever you know what and, i'm saying and, and the weird thing about it even if they were to go that route right that kind of puts them in a weird dangerous type of position because number one didn't Sony already said that if we were to do that, it would devalue our brand, our products. I, I well, and I, I think they, they were talking that. about first party. First per party, se. But, yeah, yeah. they're talking about first party. But I'm saying now, if you're looking to put day and date of anything into a service at that point, everybody's immediately going to start moving the conversation, shifting it towards the first party. That's always been the big thing people wanted on the service to begin with. So if you're looking for a third party deal, and let's say if it was Modern Warfare 2, if Modern Warfare 2 was in PlayStation Plus, premium the first thing everybody would be saying to themselves well, is i mean that first party's coming so that's the that's the the weird situation they put themselves into it's not bad for anything right it just that's the situation sony put themselves into based on the wording they, they have they've gone with everything it, and you know what that's you, the you're issue. you're right it could cause some confusion but at the same time it would be an incredible selling point for their new service oh, yeah. that they're launching when they can turn around and say uh, you know, third party or indie X, yeah. Y, and Z is in the service day and day. Go crazy. It's big. It'll be a big deal for Call of Duty. But you also got to think of another thing, too, for the service. How much is Game Pass versus PlayStation Plus Premium? Well, it's 15 versus 18. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, and, and you're paying the full fledged. You're not going just, I don't think you can just pay $18 a month for this. You have to pay like a, the higher one, right? The higher tier. No, it, it, from what I understand, it, it's uh, it's it is eighteen dollars per month, okay. seventeen okay. ninety nine if you want, or you can. I believe it's a hundred and ninety or hundred twenty dollars. Yeah, that's what I was getting. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought it was like the hundred and nineteen. No, you you can pay, you can pay monthly, which would be uh, okay. credit to Sony because they're going to make more money as opposed to one hundred nineteen. They'd rather you pay eighteen dollars a month. Yeah, so they. You know, again, this right here, I don't even want to say this is the calm before the storm type of thing. I, I expect a lot more changes uh, to disagree going forward. Uh, much more aggressive <laughs> marketing uh, going forward. When it comes to, again, the way they got this, I just don't see them really putting that effort into Call of Duty uh, for Sony for the marketing wise. I see Microsoft really honoring the hell out of this because they have the financial backing plus their, their track record with custom consoles with Activision in general. If any, if any games that I would just say without a shadow of a doubt, Sony's got their eggs all in the basket for, it would be Spider-Man for next year. When it comes to these custom consoles, so you just said it earlier, oh with the black, with you the know, black I'm buying a new PS5. You know, <laughs> as soon as we see a black PS5 with the white logo or Venom logo one, you know that is going to break the PS4. As much as I love Spider-Man, <laughs> right, Peter Parker. Yeah, Venom I'm, is I'm, I, I'm unbelievably a huge fan of Miles Morales for a multitude of reasons, yep. folks. You don't understand that you look at the skin, you're like white boy. No. My, I have a Spanish descent. My family is from Madrid, Spain. You know, most of my heritage has to do with the Puerto Rican culture, which is why I always go back, and I don't want to get emotional live on the air. That opening scene with Miles Morales. When they're cooking man. that, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that house was my abuela's house. That's what her house looked like during the holidays, which is why it always chokes me up. And... I would love an all 
uh, black PlayStation Five with just miles. Well, all they need, logo on there. Boom, all they yeah. really need to release are the face plates because if they you really do. Think about yeah, they, it, they could do face plates as well, and, and, cool. and, and that would be yeah. kind of dope. Yeah, that would be good too. But the thing about Sony and custom consoles, they always try to make it like exclusive to the game, particular uh, type of theme. So I see that being the case now in terms of like the the these custom shells. If you look at how long it took them just to get basic colors for the PS4, PS5, <laughs> I don't expect these uh, there to be a whole insane influx of custom shells. And the reason why I say that is because while these reports going around of, of pro units, by the time we even get to the point where you can guarantee a PS5 in your hand type of thing, you're going to be looking at a pro unit and more likely that pro unit's going to get rid of these custom shells. That's why I don't think Sony has the, the real... Um, idea they, all the way for they, they, unless they, they redo just, them just release a custom console and i'm in yeah. you got my you got my 550 dollars yeah. no, no there's, there's not even a question but yeah i mean and listen I that. great and great, great wolverine. points wolverine is the other one as oh well my God. these games if, are the ones they're going all out with i can see a custom orange ps5 if it doesn't the have the three claws scratch across the top of it i, I, I him, i'm riding i'm gonna tell you right now the iconic I'm, you know with a pitchfork hell yeah him looking like <laughs> the way he does in this iconic x-men attire hey Dude, listen i'm all in and that's that would be dope so yeah know, that's that's yeah. why i see them going for it. but call of that, duty i mean that me. seems like more of a microsoft bet all the way uh in terms of them going all out the reason why again it's just, it's more like it's more like the the prodigal son return uh, to, to Microsoft when it comes to the marketing deal because they they started that whole thing with Activision with X, with 360 so it kind of it's it's kind of like you're going back home uh, to that with it and again it makes sense Game Pass with them that would be their one of their main poster boys again Sony can still sign something with them maybe if they wanted to but right now I just don't think they really see the true need for it right now and again I'm pretty sure Sony is like a lot of us to see them right now because. For three hundred million dollars, you could have had Tomb Raider. You could have had these games. You Dude, they could have like, had fifty IP. That 50, right there, not five. five. And also, oh, and also, you think about it as well. We would have been strategic about this. A lot of people don't mention this. Now, I remember I talked down on the Ubisoft rumor. I didn't expect much nah, out of the Ubisoft. That, that, right? That's a lot of trouble. For but anybody. when I think about it, if Sony was to buy Ubisoft, right? That it wouldn't be a you know the investment wouldn't be as big right as let's say Activision, but the impact would be as big. Let me tell you why: the amount of employees you have at your disposal to push new games and current projects. They would have had a lot more workforce to push those content if they actually bought that with this Embracer deal. If that actually was on their favor, so there's a lot of stuff they they missed out on. Yeah, so. no, no, that that hundred percent. Listen, let let's bring in Dave into the conversation. Web Dave, look, yep. For a multitude of reasons, this all screams, like I said, we're, we're not marketing geniuses. We're not marketing managers. But again, from a fan's point of view, this makes a, hell, a whole hell of a lot of sense for Xbox. And it also, financially speaking, this is not a fanboy opinion. This is a reality opinion. It doesn't make any sense for Sony to spend $900 million, potentially $900 million over the next three years for Call of Duty when they could reinvest in themselves, right? They still have to pay the the the, the three point uh, what was it three point six billion dollars um, for Bungie. You know they still have to add all these other studios. They're launching their own service. They could use some of that monies to get second second party and third party and indie games into 
the service day and date, and that completely moves any heat off of them with their first party, right? So, what what are, what are your personal thoughts on this? Is it, and actually, before I do that, folks, did you know that we had five hundred and ninety people a hair away from six hundred? live viewers that is that's like a record for this show folks so thank you so much if you're new by all means please consider subscribing we are 1300 away from 12,000 and i say that because we hit 10k this year on the iron lords podcast in january and we'd like to close and i say we my wife and i run this channel you never see her on the microphone she does all the behind the scenes artwork and stuff that's where she that's where her forte is and she sets up all the uh the big giveaways but uh, we would love to hit 12K by the end of the year. That would be monster. Uh, so if you're new, please consider subscribing. If you're here, hit the like button. But Web Dave, let's get you in, in on the conversation. From a marketing perspective, which we know that you would know a thing or three about, how big of a deal would this be specifically for Xbox to lighten the blow of us not getting Starfield and Redfall this, uh, you know, this at the end of the year, like it was expected? And uh, to have Call of Duty, which is supposed to be the biggest and best of the franchise in Modern Warfare 2, would that be a big deal or not? Yes, it definitely definitely would be a big deal. It definitely would relieve a little bit of the uh, the pressure or the sting, should say, of of missing of missing uh, these other deadlines. Um, uh, One one quick side note: uh, what you were talking about, uh, if you're here and you if you're not subscribed to Boom's channel. It doesn't cost anything to hit the subscribe button. It's free, absolutely free. I appreciate and, that. And you Thank that you. Yeah, it's free. Up. Just click the button. It's good. <laughs> yeah, hit, hit, not only that, but hit the hit the thumbs up so that you know about all these great shows that Boom puts out for a week. Just saying. <clears throat> Plus, breaking news when it happens, and hardly anybody else can do it as fast as Boom can. Yeah, <laughs> being retired helps, folks. That's right. I am retired, so at the when I'm cleaning or because I take care of the household when Mrs. Boom still works. I can always stop mopping to go throw a podcast together. I've done it. Trust me. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He puts out the bad signal. I'm there too, man. I love it. Um, I'll tell you uh, a little speculation because there was some people in, in the chat that were saying, you know, well, you know, Microsoft wouldn't, you know, wouldn't try and break contracts and blah, blah. But right now, Microsoft doesn't own them <laughs> at this moment. They, you know, they still are not, you know, acquired by Microsoft. So, you know, Activision Blizzard can, you know, work out things or like you said, maybe not necessarily cancel deals, but like if, if Sony was to say, you know what, maybe we're not going to do this deal right now, you know, for the marketing and they'd be okay. Sure. Not a problem. Is that happening? We don't know, but it is very suspicious that they're not on their, uh, on their marketing board and um, you know, could, because Phil said, you know, we talked with Sony right after the announcement of the acquisition deal was made. And maybe Phil said, you know what? Um, we, we will uh, definitely honor the ability to have, uh, you know, Call of Duty on your platform. What would make it easier for us once we own is if you, you just kind of not did these other things like the, the you know, the, the special marketing. If you do this for us, if you, you know, don't you know do the um the lockout so that we can put it on game pass then we will guarantee you that we will let you have this on your service 
as Call of Duty because a Call of Duty on multiple platforms is good for Microsoft once they own it because that's more money for them. Period. And as a corporation, you want that big money. As a as a as a as a as a like a fanboy for for Xbox, somebody's gonna be like, you know, well, I think they should have exclusives and, and lock everybody out. It's not necessarily great business, especially for the huge property that Call of Duty is. Now, this is speculation. This is strictly, you know, obviously, I don't really know anything. But, uh, but boy, would it be would it be nice if that was the case that you know to where they could be like, you know, okay, cool, and then we get the day and date. We get, you know, those are the things that that uh, that Microsoft could offer once they own the property, and it will happen, and it will be before the end of the year. I know it. Yeah. No, no. It, 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 I mean, listen, everyone, everyone has really dropped it, uh, dropped some good information. A lot of uh, a lot, uh, to be honest with you, it makes a lot of sense. We're not, we're not marketing managers here. Heck, what do we know? But listen, folks, we, we got 20 minutes to go and I don't want to end the show abruptly. We, yeah, we've had three monster in, uh, topics, but I, I, I think I might have something up my sleeve here. Let, let me get let me go into my show notes for a second and take a look at uh, what I had to talk about. Because, listen, we're having such a great conversation. And why? Well, okay, so here it is. Here, here's topic four. Now, this is this is interesting. This is interesting. It's a bit of a conundrum. I sat back in my chair when I, typed, when I wrote up the show le- last night. Um, and I was like, WTF here? What, what, what is happening in front of me? So. Xbox, the official Xbox uh, Twitter account, which has the blue check mark, um, tweeted this: "says signs Mercury is retrograde, Wi-Fi acting weird, game doesn't save, accidentally muting your mic, Bluetooth disconnecting, getting stomped by a stranger in Elden Ring, losing, just blame it on the planets." And then the Xbox Games Studio Publishing official twitter account responded and of course they have the blue check mark as well so you know what's real please don't manifest this energy so close to the gemini season wow okay so now i'm now now i'm even more perplexed and xbox immediately responds and says whispers w dot 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 what happens in gemini season and then xbox game studios publishing simply responds with an emoji with the zippered mouth. Now, Gemini is, if you know, in the uh, in the signs, is means two. Two of what? Well, shit, I don't know. But this is why we're in speculation town, ladies and gentlemen. Hmm. And this is an open discussion because, again, I don't want to go through everyone because we're not we're going to run out of time. And I uh, definitely got to get out of here at 12 o'clock. I this think it's the- Starfield related. I'll just say yeah, it, it, it is. Well, it's, they said planets, yeah. right? So it, 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 it is interesting. Um, who wants to jump in with this one over here? Because this one is, uh, again, Gemini means two. Obviously, mm-hmm. they talked about planets. They talked about a bunch of stuff happening, like, yeah. you know, losing Wi-Fi and stuff. This is obviously, you know, this is on the heels of the, of, of, of the June 12th show, which is only, what, 23, 23 yeah. 24 days I think, away. I think yeah. that's that's it, it. That's it, Boom. And, that's and the, basically it. It's, yeah, oh, and, the time, and the time frame, Boom, is uh, the dates. If you look it up, you can Google it. It's May 21st through June 20th. We all know June 12th is, is the show. So in a way, it looks like they might be hyping up their show you know and uh but it's nice to see I'll, I'll tell you what i got out of it okay what's exciting to me is that microsoft game studios is the one 
that's putting that out there. That wasn't a that wasn't a Bethesda thing. So so Big Cloud, I, I kind of agree that that's a star. It might be a Starfield thing, but it's Microsoft Game Studios that put that out there. So look again, spe- we're in speculation town. I got the chancletas, boom. I, I got a beer in hand. Okay, I wish I did right now. My work, I don't, but. Let's pretend, okay? Is it a Coors Light or is it uh, is it a Corona? Because I don't drink beer. For me, it's gonna be a Dr Pepper. Uh, brother, right now it's a Corona with a little with, with a lemon. A little, a little inside, hint of okay? lime, maybe. Yeah, with a lime squeeze and lemon with a lime squeeze inside. Okay, uh, <laughs> a lemon for sure is what I have waiting for me uh, when I'm when I'm done with this podcast here with work related stuff. But definitely. Um, I, I think something, you know, again, we're in speculation town, right? Boom. So let me throw this out there. We've been hearing about, uh, you know, about a little Star Wars thing that might be going on. Why? Why? Uh, Michael- Mandalorian. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, okay. 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 So it could be, you know, it, it is. Again, what what's intriguing to me is without reading too much into it, guys. Uh, come on. But seriously, it, it, it it's from Microsoft Game Studios. So, so it, it means first party. So it means first party, and it means you know it, it's like saying it, they have something that 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 they're gonna show that that it has some type of relevance here. That that's just my my thoughts on that. Okay, I, I was kind of thinking the same thing, um, but no, the, please, the please of the take it away, brother. Talk about it, and we'll bring Big Cos uh, and get his opinion on it, and we'll bring Web Dave in on the back end. What are your thoughts? I, I was just thinking, because they said the word seasons, I was hoping it would be something related more so with either uh, Halo or possibly Forza Horizon, although you don't really have to worry about planets with Forza Horizon, yeah, unless but... they say the DLC is on the moon, but then again, that's a whole different story, but uh, I, I'm just thinking that it's some. You guys are right on point with something space-related, Halo season-related item that doesn't necessarily get shown just yet, but kind of like one of those surprises, possibly the the Battle Royale. I don't know. Yep. Nah, um, everybody deciphered it. I saw people were talking about Asteroids 1. I was thinking, okay, so is this like the Starfield official uh you know just you know something like the coding first for starfield but um seeing some people brought up modern warfare 2 i don't think it's gonna be modern warfare 2 related or anything to that nature because not nah, that's not in space unless they're going back to space so no no this is game, this yeah is a, this, modern this is game warfare 2 is a, literally a remake of, of modern yeah. warfare 2, so this so is this is a game studio so if it's game studios you actually piqued my interest there john when you said uh <laughs> star wars uh you know not as star wars has been given so many different hands and you're getting so many different games you got jedi fallen order 2 which i cannot wait that is like one of my most anticipated games Dude. uh coming out we got um the guys over there quanti dreams giving their take on star wars you have kotor you it would be awesome we got mandalorian uh here. Oh. That would be great. That would be it would be great insane. if you got a Mandalorian game with him being the central character, but you make your own Mandalorian, which is what I hope. I hope. Yeah. I, I want to make my own story. Or it could be like an origin before he becomes the bounty hunter. Yeah. You know? You know, something like from Book of Both. I don't know. It's, or it's something. Like so so you're, what you basically uh, would pitch and uh, your pitching is what I talked to Boom the other day about. Star Wars 13 and 13. Damn it. We are owed that game, Boom. Oh my God! I mean, we're, we're we're old a lot, just like we're old a game where you actually see what happens in the Jedi Temple. And, and we, and you know what, we can't forget about the uh, Amy Hennig. She's Amy not Hennig's only working on a yeah. new Star Wars game; she's working on a Marvel game as well. Yep. yep. So yeah, it's it's awesome. Man. It's good to see. 
And, yeah, it's, um, it's super, super, yeah, super, super. I mean, again, it, I, I put it to this way. They could have gone radio silence after this, after this, you know, this a lot, a lot negative announcement. And I, I, I kind of like these, you know, these for, for facetious teases, if you will. Uh, Web Dave, let's get your opinion on this, brother. What, what does this mean to you? Could it be a red herring? Could it be just something thrown out there? Like, let's let them get all worked up over this. Oh, like for the game? Not, not, not after the bad news. I think that there <laughs> has to be some sort of substance. At least I'm in my Maybe. in my mind, I'm praying to the gaming gods. This isn't shenanigans because everyone's yeah. gonna be pissed. I just yeah, hope the game exactly. blows it all away. Personally, yeah. that's what I want. I want Starfield to really blow us all away. Because if the game, like that's that's what we need. We need good gameplay. Out of yeah, mm-hmm. we need yes. everything to, to hit the, the strides. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I, I agree. I, I I hope that we do still see it. A lot of people think that it's going to be pulled from the show entirely. I think that would be an epic mistake. And I, I'm, yeah. I'm not a marketing guy, so I I I, I you know who's going to listen to me? But um, if the game isn't ready to go, folks, look, it's just not ready to go. That's fine. You know, d- d- delays happen. COVID. Guess what? It's actually a real thing. It's such a real <laughs> thing that I wouldn't go to see Doctor Strange. My brother was like, "Listen, Craig." I, 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 Marvel wouldn't die for us. We probably shouldn't die for Marvel. Uh, <laughs> and he's right. He's right. I'm going to just watch mm-hmm. it on, you know, on digital. I'm going to buy it when it was available. And, you know, hopefully I don't get everything. I, I know some things. And, you know, I saw some people put videos out there that I was like, oh, I can't unsee that. God damn it. It's pretty, it's, it's, it's pretty it's, good. It's, it's okay. And, and Web Dave, sorry to, to interrupt, yeah. but I know you're going to put your two thoughts there. But the last thing yeah. I'll say is that they, Phil needs to know, all right, boom, that if they don't show Starfield at all, that's going to dominate the conversation. It doesn't it matter what they show. Yeah. Okay. Everybody's so, going to say incompetence. They're going to say, oh, your studio. It's going to be a lot. Yeah, it's going to be a lot to be said about it. And uh, disappointment know. is going to be the even if they have a 10 out of 10 show, people are going to be like, yeah, yes. show is great. Yep. But it's going to have know. an asterisk next to yeah, it. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, well, hopefully. That's not the case. Listen, uh, Web Dave, before we get yeah. into the, the outros, brother, anything else you would like to add to this record-breaking Breakfast with Boom? Well, I, I do want to remind everybody that you are going to have this amazing panel of people. They're going to be uh, – we're going to be discussing the uh, the Xbox event. Live as it happens. That's right. And then, of course, afterwards, we're going to have a nice conversation about everything that happens. And it's – it is going to be a big show, and it's going to be a big show for everybody to tune in here and, and to watch along with us. Because, man, we are going to—we are so excited for this, and uh, and I, I guarantee you, they're going to get a lot out of it. And the best place to catch it is going to be here with Boom. I tell you, definitely appreciate that. And real quick, oh. I, I just got confirmation because uh, I have a special DM for that show, and the return of the Welsh gamer. If you don't oh, know yes. who the Welsh gamer is, well, he started the Xbox Factor podcast with me a gazillion years ago and obviously his wife is a nurse and during covid he had to take care of his special needs son right so that family first he had to leave the show he will be joining us for that very special xbox event he just confirmed i can't wait the podcast of the man nice uh it's good good friend of mine um and uh he's always been like family to have him come back with us it's, it's going to be a lot of fun you're not going to get any gameplay because obviously we're going to be watching the show and you're not even going to see any of us we're just going to hide us behind the scenes because we won't want we want to watch the screen like you uh, and watch it happening. But listen, folks, that is your Breakfast with Boom. Thank you so much for making this one of the most successful ones yet. The show's been running now four years, I think, where we're doing it. Because I I, I started uh, on YouTube 
um, on, Nove on November 3rd of 2017. So I haven't been doing it very long. And we've seen incredible strides of success. And that's thanks to you fine folks that come in and you know, watch the channel and, and, and get the thumbs ups and, and, and sub the channel. And of course, I want to thank all the super chats that came in. Uh, those obviously help power the giveaways because, you know, I'm a retired dude. So money is what it is. So we use the super chats to give back to the community. So big thank you for that. Let's get to the outro. Start with BitCloud Gaming. BitCloud, you got a lot going on, brother. Sell your brand. Tell everyone so they can check out your channel, BitCloud Gaming on YouTube. And where can people check you out on social media? Yeah, man. Great show. Good to be back. Uh, shout out to the panel. You, of course. Thank Looking you, forward to a lot of the news that's going to drop for us. Uh, for those of you that did not hear, uh, this was announced on the Iron Lords uh, when we interviewed uh, David Jaffe, but I've joined um, <clears throat> I've joined uh, Lognet, so I'm officially part of the crew over there. So lordsofgaming.net will great, be uh, Great website. Like super legit absolutely if you if, yeah. you if you if you if you're not listen guys i i mean the iron lords they're my brothers and i'm not selling their brand because they're my brothers i'm, I'm here to tell you that i use a lot of their stuff for these shows uh and lordsofgaming.net man get over there and tell them boom and bitcloud sent you great group of people doing the gaming god's work Yes, sir. Um, I'm officially part of Lognet as a writer and video Excellent. producer, so I'm very excited to be part of that now. Uh, that means the YouTube channel is officially back, ready to go now. It's greenlit. Um, my job as a freelancer with IGN has uh, pretty much come to an end. I've done my contract, so I'm happy to announce that I'm back to content creation. So if you guys want to find me there, you can always share my takes. You can always share my news, the whole nine yards, which will be on LogNet as well. Um, at Big Clock Gaming, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Um, I have a show later today at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's called RGT. We're changing a few things there. I'm looking forward to have more people on here, so we're going to definitely have the, the boom panel on for sure uh, down the road. We're just going to set everything up, but uh, we have a lot of stuff planned. A lot of stuff and i'm very excited for what we're going through and um it's very exciting so yeah, shout out to everybody in the chat for coming through make sure you guys hit that like button if you have not done so already we do appreciate it and i uh, appreciate everybody if you guys want to follow me over there big cloud gaming again youtube twitch twitter you guys find me there and uh, i'll see you guys next friday absolutely so brother we'll see you back here and thank you for joining us once again love that you're back with us Fuzzy Belvedere, sell your brand, brother. Tell them about the best place to get any racing news in the history of racing news on your <laughs> YouTube channel. Where can people reach you, reach out to you on social media? Well, just want to thank you for having me on here, and thanks to uh, thank you to the panel. You guys are awesome, and always said chat for everybody that's been engaged with us as far as the conversation. For those that want to hear my ramblings on racing or anything gaming related, just follow me on Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Or uh, uh, subscribe to my YouTube at uh, Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. And you can also find me on, um, oh my God, mind, mind fart right there. <laughs> you can also find me on the Xbox uh, Ultimate at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time tonight on uh, Fun Speculations channel. Uh, Shop podcast tomorrow night on PTK Blam's channel at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And on Monday on FSP, Fun Speculation Podcast on Mav's channel. Uh, at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Time Monday, and then back here again on uh, Breakfast with Boom, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Look forward to seeing you guys next week.
Yeah, well, great to have you a part of the show each and every week, Fuzzy. Thank you so much for joining us, obviously. Next up, John Wolf, brother, sell your brand. Tell everyone where they can check out the John Wolf YouTube channel. And more importantly, where can people reach out to you and strike up a conversation on social yeah. media? Yeah, for sure, Boom. It's been a fantastic conversation, guys, uh, panel. I, I really enjoyed today's topics, uh, discussing them and heading into Speculation Town. The chat was fantastic. I wish you all uh, a very happy uh, weekend. I hope you guys get a lot of gaming in or just hang out or, or do whatever you know it is that, that you can do to relax and get away from, from the everyday life, right? So, um, yeah, Boom, uh, I just hit a milestone on my YouTube channel just got 360 subscribers boom and awesome. it's, and and the, the it's very symbolic for me because the Xbox 360 was actually the console that got me into uh looking into the gaming industry right before I was just into the games with all the consoles I owned I just thought that these things kind of were made by themselves in a factory I didn't know that there was people behind these companies and the Xbox 360 with you know the major Nelson podcast uh really really introduced me to to the world of, of the gaming industry so it's pretty symbolic for me boom and uh yeah hit me up on on twitter boom is going to link it below if you guys want to add me to xbox playstation uh add me to your twitter and you want to strike up a conversation i would really appreciate it guys uh, i'm down to talk games or, or movies or whatever anytime uh or just life man so thanks a lot boom for giving me an opportunity again to be on this wonderful panel and uh yeah have, everyone have a nice uh, weekend yeah, thank you, brother, for being a part of it. And Web Dave, what's going on, brother? Sell your brand. Tell everyone, tell everyone where they can check out some of the best interviews. Your 2022 is has an arm's length list of incredible community members, content creators, and you got a chance to interview them all. Tell them where they can find that on your YouTube channel, on your website, and where can people reach out to you on social media? Thank you, Boom. Thank you so much, and um, it is definitely uh, a highlight is being here on your show and that uh, and that is Thank that you, is sir. no lie that is, that is definitely true thank you so much sir um i'll tell you it's the outbreak podcast um um uh, links in the description you can click on that that's the easiest way to get to a youtube channel or you can just look up uh, outbreak podcast um and also uh we got some you know great interviews in the can got some great interviews coming up um we we're lucky enough to get um a dealer from dealer gaming we've got um i've had uh, randall thor 19 um from the xbox uh, two podcast and uh it's a lot a lot of I mean, and tons more i mean mr boomstick I, do, was you, do, you, do you mean guest. randall pony that and that's not my <laughs> words that 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 is his, his his best friend and partner jez corden calls him that randall pony <laughs> The man with the million, that's the one, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yep, 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 and uh, and uh, and of course, uh, this uh, this week, uh, coming up, uh, I should say on Monday, uh, is going to be uh, John Wolf himself will nice. be uh, his episode will be airing this week, and uh, I will reach out to uh, to BitCloud here. Uh, within the next couple of hours and see if we can try and work out a schedule to get you in, sir. Nice. Thank you so much, everybody. Nice. Boom. Thanks again. You know, speaking of Randall Thor, I don't know if you watched uh, the, the last Xbox two, it's, it was three hours, 15 minutes. Fantastic. Yep. Rand's back to doing videos. Uh, he took, oh, he yeah. took a, a bit of a sabbatical. So if you were wondering about whether or not Randall Thor was going to go back to doing more than just the Xbox two. Yeah. Check out his channel, brother. He's closing the in on 90,000 subscribers. Love to see him hit a hundred thousand. Well-deserved. He's uh, back. a good friend of mine. Yeah. He's a great, great Xbox YouTuber. Um, and uh, love what he does with Jez each and every week. But folks, that's going to do it for your show. Thank you so much for checking out Breakfast with Boom. 
This is Mr. Boomstick XL signing off. This is Double Barrel Gaming, your number one source for all of your gaming news, reviews, and highly contested opinions. And I want to thank you for tuning in and checking us out. Obviously, I want to close out the show with something that's important to me, folks. Hopefully, one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my father taught us when we were kids. And he said, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care. Have a good weekend. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom.